This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. This is part two of a special edition looking back at one of the greatest seasons in Ipswich Town's history, the 1980-81 season. And along with my friend and colleague, the renegade Statman, we'll be looking back as usual at the names, the games, the wins, the draws and the losses from 1980-81. So Stat, good to see you, mate. Um, you're surviving all this working from home lark much of what i do during the day is exactly what i'm doing now apart Likewise, from likewise really other yeah. than the occasional trip up to london and stuff like that which i must admit i'm not missing but uh, i think we're all starting to sort of get strangely used to it really aren't we yeah uh yeah. got plenty of plenty of jobs that i need to start around the house <laughs> We're recording. We're recording this on the Thursday on the eve of the Easter, uh, all excite, great excitement, the Easter holiday. Which let's face it, it's going to be like bloody Groundhog Day. But there you go. Um, you know, everyone seems to be now, you know, in in the in, in you know most people adhering to the the sort of lockdown policy. And I, I trust you weren't one of the ones picnicking on Rushmere Heath last uh, last Saturday. Sunbathing in the bunker. <laughs> Close yeah. as I could get to a beach. I did hear that. But anyway, stat. Um, Tonight we're looking at part two from the 80-81 season. We've we've really got one in the can, which is a a little bit of a, a a bit of a marathon. We did a fair we did a fair introduction. I think we set the scene. That took quite a bit of time, didn't it? But also, I remember, and I must just quickly because I'll clean forget about this. Go congratulate you on your unbelievable interview with Jim McGilton last week, mate. How was that? You look you look quite chuffed with yourself. I've got to admit. Well. Jim came back on, on Twitter and he suddenly was active again and there was pestering and pestering for an interview and then I, I finally gave in and said, yeah, all right then. <laughs> no, unbelievable. Um, when he said, yeah, I'll do it and it, th- this has been sort of, I've been working on it for, for months and months but yeah. when when he 
when he started talking and I had I had advice to not 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 interrupt him. It was one of the most difficult things I've ever done. I know. Do you know what? I think he came across like that. I think he's one of these guys where he talks, you listen. I mean, he was both intense, passionate, um, just just an incredible and, and and great. You know, a bit like um when we spoke, you know, I know we spoke to David Johnson before, you know, great, you know, great memory for, you know, you know, parts of the you know, parts of the game and um and really oh, it was so so enjoyable, as was, and I've got to confess, I've only seen some of it. Um, our other colleague on the on the podcast on the Blue Monday podcast, Mikey Mikey Penty Smith, earlier this week did another great great interview with um you know with Matt Holland. So that's something else to um something else to listen to. Also, I've got to confess, I haven't heard it all, but from what I've heard so far, again Matt Holland comes across just just brilliantly, and and yeah, Mikey does a great job with that also. So I think you know for for me probably the most difficult thing is obviously you know I've been working with Jim a fair bit you know and getting that interview and now yeah. Kind of sort of after the Lord Mayor's show, sitting well, down I wouldn't with say you. that. I wouldn't quite say that stat actually. I'd say I'd say actually you're sort of probably moving up a gear. But look, okay, yes, this is your, you know, that's totally your take on things. But um, anyway, so we're into part, we're into part two, and we're we're beginning on I think the 22nd of October with. So it's the 18th game of the season, and when you were talking, I could hear producer Ben in here thinking, please do not have a marathon, just get straight on with the game. So yeah, it's the 18th game of the season, it's a Wednesday night, 22nd of October, and we are home to, I like the manager's name, I'm going to go with that, we're at home to uh, Thomas Popsicles, um, <laughs> Bohemians of Prague. Yeah. Well, I call them Bohemians of Prague, but they are Bohemians Prague. But I think when I grew up, they were Bohemians of Prague in my they're, mind. They're another one of these teams where I know the Evening Star probably, you know, when the draw was made, they're, they're, all these Czech teams, all these decent Czech teams are always called the crack, drawn against the crack outfit, Bohemians Prague from Czechoslovakia. Um, well, it, and I think they certainly were going by one or two of the players they had, one in particular, of course. Yeah, without, without a doubt. So um, most of you realise that it's not the uh, League Cup uh, second round. It's the UEFA Cup second round that we're playing against Bohemians. And you're right, the standout player, or certainly the, the standout name for, for me, and I'm, I'm interested in your view, Panenka. Was there a big was there a big fuss when he came to Portman Road? I don't know. So, well, yes and no, really. I mean, to, to, you know, to be fair, you know, in previous seasons, we'd had bloody hell, Johan Cruyff. Gunter Netzer, people going way back for Real Madrid, Johan Cruyff, Hans Krenkel with with um, with Barcelona also. Yeah, but big name and obviously made his name with the the penalty, the chip, the Penenka, which always is forever will be known as the as the Penenka. First time I certainly ever saw it in the nineteen seventy six Euro well they weren't called the Euros, European Championship final against against West Germany, of course. Um so yeah, he was he was as the sort of standout name there for sure. So let's go through the team. Um, and we've got a change. Tyson's uh, picked up a hamstring injury in the in the last game against Man United. So uh, Steve McCall is your at this point in the season is is your go to man. But I think yeah, you know he, he starts playing a, a much major part, so a bigger part. Well. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the fact that he's. Uh, so we've got Cooper in goal. Yeah. Just to refresh ourselves, and we've got Burley Butcher, Osman Mills. I'm Back assuming. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. Standard. Yeah. Uh, so we've then got McCall, Walk, Murin, and Gates. So what would uh, McCall would be on the left wing? Would he? And again, this is is this thing, isn't it? Again, you know, this is formation. So yeah, again, they perhaps would have gone with 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 just the three there, with or, or you know, with the four, with Gates playing wide left, but again, quite fluid. 
it could then, you know, go to that Gates pushing forward in a 4-3-3 or again the 4-3-1-2 with Gates playing behind the, you know, Mariner in, Mariner in Brazil. Very, 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 very fluid there. Great, great team. And um, one one player off our strongest 11. Yeah, with, yeah. With all, with all due respect to Steve McCall, I think most of us would say Franz Tyson would would edge him in that in that first eleven. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I no, no, no offence. I don't think Steve would take offence to that. No. I think we should just say coming into this, um, great. So, and you know, league form absolutely brilliant. One eight drawn two lost just the one. Yeah, uh, interesting for this game, and we'll hear a bit more about him later. But um, McCall got the nod. Steve McCall got the nod over Kevin Beattie, who's on the on the bench. So obviously. And it's quite interesting watching. I watched the boys of 81 and I'm not quite sure what the relationship was like between Bobby Robson and Kevin Beattie at that point. I think, you know, you know it's, it's kind of odd stat. Do you know what I think by that point? I mean, Kevin Beattie obviously idolised idolized Robson and, and two-way, very much a two-way thing. But do you know what? Maybe I think it almost come to the point where I think Robson had realised that Beatty was never going to be, never going to get back because of, you know, his knee was bloody ravaged, you know, by that point. Um, and perhaps, I, I, yeah, that's a good point you made. I get the feeling that Robson feels that, you know, he was never actually going to ever really get back to his best. But even Kevin Beatty at that stage at three quarters of his best would still, would still walk into pretty much any team. Plus he had Butcher and Osman as a settled, you know, the settled centre, you know, and a half pair, centre half. Yeah, good. So, uh, nervy first half. No, it's just, I thought you paused a little bit for the people who were watching. I thought you paused. No, I didn't. I, did, I think you were... paused there a bit, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought you were just saying like a statue <laughs> or so. Oh. So, a nervy half-time, uh, nervy first half, and I read that half-time, Bobby Ferguson went round the, the dressing room and was just telling all the players, you know, it's about being patient, you know, and this is a different style of football. Um, and whatever he said uh, worked because two goals from, from walk in the first nine minutes. Yeah, I mean, just prolific, wasn't he? I mean, UEFA Cup, I mean, he was incredible. Yeah, just adding to his ongoing tally of goals, for Christ's sake. But we skip across those goals because we go towards the 85th minute. Uh, Walk's gone off with a with an injury um, and he's replaced by Kevin Beattie with the instructions from Bobby Robson to stick up front <laughs> and make a, make a bit of a nuisance of himself from corners and, and throw-ins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think, he's, and he still had that spring, you know, although, like I said, his knees and stuff, but he still had that incredible, incredible jump on him. So, yeah, it wouldn't, yeah, but, you know, put him up there for the last 10, 15 minutes wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't have, wouldn't have been an issue. So for, for all of his, his um, physical attributes up front, you know, to win headers and, um, yeah. can, do you want to talk us through the goal? Um, so I think Tain, it was, I'll, I'll just I say, Tane win a free kick, don't they? Yeah, about... I, think, I think it's fair to say, um, one of the early definitions of thunder bastard in the uh, in the Oxford yeah, English this one, where um, I mean, and everyone everyone knows what's coming really. I think Mills just basically gets a gets a lot like, of two yard assist, rolls it square, and he just absolutely larraps it from what I don't know twenty five yards, absolutely arrows it in the top corner. Um, one of his last last town goals probably must. Well, I can think of one more that comes after the, the turn of the year, but one of his last town goals, and yeah. Um, Spoiler alert! Going forward, a very, very important goal, as it turns out. Well, it was that it was Mick Mills, one of Mick Mills's top ten goals of the yeah. season. Yeah, um, I, saw, I saw your um, yeah, I saw those that little bit note there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So when you, when you consider that to be one of the top ten goals of the season, you wonder what you know some of the others are as well because yeah, do, do yeah, you know fa- what? fantastic goal. That, that was a feature of that season. You remember, God, there weren't. I mean, there were some great goals. Don't get me wrong, but I can't really remember that season. Incredibly standout goals. I mean, a lot of the goals were just yeah, just great, great all round team playing. But yeah, a walk was there on the second ball. A walk made a late run. But yeah, it's interesting some of the goals that Mills chose, and we'll get to one or two more actually. I read about this goal in in one of the books that I've got, and if if you'd never seen this goal, this is and you read it in a book, this is what you would think it would be. It it described the goal as uh, Beatty puts in uh, uh, puts it away after Mills's free kick, <laughs> yeah. which he is like rolls, you know he literally rolls. Yeah, Mills gets the assist, <laughs> but yeah, no more than that. Uh, Seventeen thousand there. So again, uh, yeah. you know, we were not pro Europe really back then. Not at that stage. Christ, that was that's surprisingly low. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. But no, a good win. And more importantly, as we know in Europe with, you know, away goals and everything else, um, didn't concede three goals. So, yeah, you, you do go away with some confidence. Although in previous seasons, um, we'd, we'd lost a three-goal lead in Bruges. We'd lost a three-goal lead in Barcelona. So, yeah, nothing, not totally cut and dried. But anyway. Got a program for me, Stat? Got the program, yeah. We're we're recording it when it's getting a bit dark now. We've done our clap for for the heroes and carers and key workers. and So it's a little bit dark, so playing around the light. But yeah, iconic um, program cover. And I'm just going to share the bit or a little piece of paper for all out there. The the mascot, which I thought if we could get him up. He's Andrew Brown. Hello, he's from from Ipswich. Yeah, Levington Road, 68A. There we go. Uh, Definitely worth a mention. So 11... 1980, so he'd be 51. Yeah. <laughs> Just crazy. He doesn't want to be reminded about that. So we go straight into uh, game 19, which is the 12th league game of the season. Yeah. Uh, and we are at the newly promoted Sunderland, managed by Ken Knighton. I don't really know a lot about him. And the only player that stood out for Sunderland was Sam Allardyce. Yeah, big Sam. Big Sam at centre-back. Yeah, Ken Knight in X. Used to play for Hull, I remember. Ex-Hull player back in the sort of late 60s, early 70s. But, yeah, other than that, I couldn't tell you really what his managerial career would went after that. So, uh, a change to the team. Walk, obviously, was injured in the, the game against Bohemians. So, Beatty comes in. Um, and I'm guessing that the formation now is Cooper in goal, Burley at right-back, Osman and Beatty as centre halves and Butcher at yeah, I, I would say yeah. I'm I'm not sure. Perhaps by even by that time, Beatty was mobile enough. But I mean, probably still had enough in the tank. But compared to what he had, perhaps mobile enough to play at, play at left back. So yeah, I'd, I'd have gone with that. I think stat yeah. Uh, a goal from from Uren just before half time, and then one from Brazil in the 67th minute. Uh, it's a two 0 win for Town. Job done. Yeah. Mariner tears his calf muscle as an injury. Um, <laughs> But it ends a run of three league draws, which we ended with the the last part. Um, so now we have a look at the the, the table, and uh, obviously we, we mentioned a little bit about the games in hand. And obviously, if you if you watch part one, then you'll know. And if not, just at one point we were we were five points ahead. Mm. Um, yeah. So now Liverpool are third on eighteen points from thirteen games. We're second on twenty uh, with twenty points from 12 games and Villa are top with 22 points from 14 games. So we're, we're only two points behind Villa with two games in hand. Um, 
Bobby Robson spoke about that. It was important after the the win in the UEFA Cup to follow up with a, a win that. Let's yeah, again, you know, this is not. You know, there's no there's no Sunday games back in then, so you're straight back into it. So you look, you're playing in Prague on the Wednesday evening. Yeah, I think the yeah. Wednesday that evening, and when. you're back. Yeah. You're, you know, you're back up at Sunderland on the. Yeah, on the Saturday, you know, no, um, you know, no Sunday, no Sunday games on Monday evening games back then. Um, and the games followed quickly on the Tuesday. Oh. I don't know how much you want to do, talk about this. Is you know, it's the League Cup fourth round. A great chance for our team to get to Wembley. We were right away to Birmingham City. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I think this one, and I know Robson. I said I referred to that this this book that I made a lot of reference to before. He says in that book that. Um, yeah, not not too sorry. Injuries again. No Mariner, no Tyson again. Um, injuries kicking in, and yeah, he said, you know, not not too sorry really. No, I mean, Town, Town took the lead, uh, walked with a penalty, um, but then uh, a penalty from Worthington five minutes later, and uh, is it Gareth Ainscoe? Alan Ainscoe. Alan Ainscoe. Alan Ainscoe. Yeah, right, the, um, I mean, again, the thing to look at that team stat. So obviously, you've got replacements in Devray and. Um, and McCall for Tyson, you know, for Tyson and Mariner. But again, other than that, full strength side, there's no rest in a, there's no rest in the players there at all. Standout you know, players for, for Birmingham, uh, Kerbishley, Keith Birchin, who obviously had a hand in both of Birmingham's goals, Frank Worthington and, and Andy Gemmell. Frank, oh, Archie, yeah. Do Archie you know what? Gemmell. Archie Gemmell. Um, Frank Worthington, one of my favourite players. Worth, I remember him playing for Leicester. Um, when I was, you know, when I first used to go and watch sort of early mid seventies, and it's just worth going down there to to watch him warm up with a ball, mate. He just used to come out long, old long hair, Denny Worthy and stuff with a ball, socks rolled down. Genius, absolute genius. With you know, we'd never seen sort of players do tricks and that back in those days. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant player, brilliant player. Flair, you know, one of these seventies Tony Curry, Stan Bowles, Flair players. You know, outstanding. He always. If I'm being honest, he always looked a bit overweight to me. A bit, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but he looked like he could fit in down um, Bourne Park or something on a, a <laughs> yeah, Sunday yeah, yeah. morning. Probably score of one of the greatest ever goals I've ever seen against Town. Got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, you could watch that goal again and again. What a goal that is! That, that was like the pre two seasons before. Yeah, two seasons before. Yeah, outstanding. For so we're at the League Cup. Uh, Bobby Robson said it was a poor performance from from Town, but as you, as you're right, um, yeah. It's a distraction, and probably you know when we were looking for going for the quadruple, that was the one that we would have. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, going yeah. I mean, obviously we yeah, with this season rolls on the league is obviously priority, but yeah, but yeah, that was uh, yeah, not a bad game to lose that one. So we start uh, November with a home game against West Brom, managed by Ron Atkinson. Um, and they've got some great players in their team. Brian Robson, uh, was it Statham? Derek Statham, left Derek back. Statham, last yeah. player. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I Cyril sent, Regis. Cyril Regis. I mean, the centre mid there. You got Remy Moses and Brian Robson in centre mid that were the cornerstone of Man U's what central midfielder. What two or three seasons, three or four seasons later. Yeah. So yeah, they they were you know had some had some great players. Great uh, player. The only change for for the town team was that Tyson came back in for Devray. So we were still with. Uh, Brazil and Gates up up front. Um, nothing happens in this game that we should really talk about until <laughs> no. that is all overshadowed by what happens in the 50th minute. Uh, Paul Cooper, uh, who's been struggling for a bit, I think he he's, he struggled a, a bit in that game, and in the second half, yeah. goes out, he manages five minutes, and he can't do any more, so he goes off. Robin Turner comes on, yeah, um, and I think, and I remember I was at this game, but I, I think. Wow. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember at this game because unusual yeah. thing, and I can't remember how Russell Osman got his shirt on. It was, you know, did they have spare shirts back then for a keeper? No, no. So no, could, I'm expecting Paul Cooper to. I know you would have. It is a shirt. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure that's what would have happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't recall it, and I'm sure. I'm sure I, I, I might not have been at this game because thinking about that season is when I started to play sort of fairly serious Saturday football. So um, um, I'm not sure I was at this game, but yeah, I'm sure there weren't spare goalkeeper shirts in those, mate. There was one with a one on the back, and yeah, Cooper would have had to take it off, mate. Definitely. Yeah. And he, he would have wore his, wore his gloves as well, I guess. You know, and they oh, think yes, they're always yes. sort of hot and wet and sweaty. <laughs> sweaty. You put your hand, Flabby. yeah. Flabby, so you, that. You know, Russell Osman goes up in my estimations there. Um, I see, Walter, what I do seem to remember about this is the reports of this game and Russell Osman actually making some, having obviously some saves to make as well. From what I recall, he, he certainly did make saves, but I think, you know, a lot of credit should go to the defence in front of him. Yeah, and obviously yeah. with one of the changes, with Osman dropping from centre-half, uh, Walk then drops back from midfield into his, yeah. you know, the position that he, he kind of yeah. started off with, with the, yeah. the team. But yeah. another thing, uh, Franz Tyson picks up an injury in that game and basically, because the sub's been made, basically just kind of limps around the pitch for... Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that, that, which I mean, you'd think, He's come back too soon. I think yeah. if there's one thing, I mean, that is it. You know, the key players perhaps in this season were rushed back were, were rushed back too soon. The game ends nil-nil. So we, we'll take the, the positives like Bobby yeah. Robson did. He talked about the great spirit. He talked about the fact that his keeper's yeah. gone out and the defender's gone in. It's nil-nil. Um, so looking at the league table, Forrest make a, an appearance in third yeah. at, at this that. point there. They're on 20 points from 15. We're on 21 from 13. Yeah. Villa are on 24. They've opened the gap. Obviously, they, they won that weekend. Um, yeah. I'm just going to share again with you the, the mascot in the program. <laughs> um, obviously, you've got to find it at this point, but it's important whenever we find a mascot who lives in Ipswich to, oh, here we to go. share with them. Yeah, so we've got, um, I think his name is Stephen Hammond. Stephen Hammond, Bradford Road. Look at this. Stephen Hammond. He's, oh, he's only five. Oh, he's a young. He's only 45. Wow. Little Stevie Hammond. Look at him. Steve-O. Steve-O. Yeah, nice wherever one. he is. Hope you enjoyed his um, day. I don't know about you, but, I, I, you know, Russell Osman played 66 of these games. We're, we're up to talking about game uh, 22 now, and I already feel a bit out of breath. Oh, honestly. Yeah. 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 So we're we're, back in, we're, where are we going? We're going, back to, we're going back in Europe, aren't we? Yeah, and we're uh, on a jet plane, and we're flying off to uh, Prague. Uh, with Thomas Popsicle, and I guess he w- he would have been a frozen Popsicle in in, hey! in this game because uh, these things don't write themselves. Um, Sub zero temperatures minus sixteen, but the Shitting most Nora. the most important thing is it's the first senior start for almost a year for uh, the world uh, the German uh, international lorry civil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you got to give a bit. Of, didn't mean to give a bit of background. That was on today, by the way. Oh, I caught that film this afternoon, flicking through the film channels. Escape to Victory. That was there always. Well, when I was younger, my dad told me that it was like a 1970s highlights or whatever. I thought it was a, a proper international game. Are you saying he's not? <laughs> wow. So he comes little in. Little lorry uh, civil. Yeah. Uh, and BT uh, comes back into the side again for for Tyson. Obviously, he was injured against West Brom. Uh, BT. I'm putting BT in centre half with Osman again and, and Burley and Butcher as your left back. Yeah. Uh, Town one 0 down at half time. Uh, Panenka makes it two 0 Did you see the free kick? Grainy, a bit grainy, but yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the free kick is conceded by by Laurie Civil rushing out in what looks like he's wearing his pajamas or something like that. 
and it was cold to be fair. He, it was he, like, he, who was that palace keeper that used to wear those sort of baggy bottoms? Wasn't Baroni. It? Um, yeah, it's Baroni, yeah. that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was a bit like him. And then Panenka takes a free kick. Um, yeah. And I don't know what it was like in 1981. It, it would kind of fit into uh, how football used to be in 2020, where a top Premier League player scored a cracking free kick because nobody moved. The wall didn't. Yeah, uh, Laurie Civil didn't. That's yeah. 2-0. But uh, Town have got enough in them to, to see Yeah, I think we're hanging on. I think this is, this is a famous game where everyone was it's minus 16 and Beatty comes out in like, I've, I've seen this report on this game. So Beatty comes out in like short sleeves and aluminium studs and like he's clip-clopping around the, around the pitch, but he's still the best player on the pitch. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. 3-2 yeah. was the win. Uh, Bobby Robson said that Bohemians were completely unrecognisable from the from the first leg, yeah, and we did well to hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and again, again, you know, you're talking about Wednesday, um, um, yeah, Wednesday in um, Wednesday in Prague, and then straight into it the Saturday. Well, yeah, the, the Saturday, the 14th league game. We're we're back from Czechoslovakia, and we're off, we're off on a four-day tour of the south coast. <laughs> So on Saturday, we're, we're at the Dell with Laurie McMenemy Southampton with players of uh, Watson, Nickel, Keegan and uh, McShannon stand out for me. Yeah, Phil Boyer as well, who scores, but we'll yeah. get to it, scores an unbelievable goal. Who but... doesn't score in this game? Well, yeah, I know, but you tend to forget, you tend to forget, you know, Phil Boyer, who um, was at Norwich, then went to, obviously went to Southampton, a season or two before, was a leading scorer in the top division, like 23 goals in the top division, Phil Boyer. So, yeah, a player. Uh, Brazil's injured, uh, so Mariner, but Mariner's fit again, and uh, yeah. they must have had revolving doors around the the changing rooms there. So the only change is is Mariner in for Brazil. Uh, Town after 23 minutes have taken a two goal lead. Gates and Walk, good finish. Yeah, Walk's a good one. I mean, deep cross and Burley and a typical Walk late run is like he's on his own and he's six yards out, just ghosts in. Yeah, and you think two nil, yeah, fairly come. But it's, it's the Dell sort of quieter. You know, enclose the crowd. You know, crowd get behind them, and I think, um, well, they get a goal back quite soon, don't they? Really good goal, actually. Yeah, William Williams uh, scores just before before half time, forty fourth minute, and obviously that had a a big impact. I think if we'd have gone in at yeah. half time two 0 up, then we might have had enough to see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's two one at half time, and then Phil Boyer um, three minutes later makes it two two. Yeah. Um, we play another 20 odd minutes and then Mariner uh, scores what we think is the winner in the 69th minute can you remember that uh, yeah sort of tapping I think I think remember yeah yeah and then and then I think again Robson says in his book there you know it gets a bit it gets a bit nasty um, it's a bit of a, a challenge a challenge from Butcher on Keegan and Robson is absolutely incensed because he said you know Keegan just he's, he's, he's in the ref's face um, getting Butcher trying to get Butcher sent off and he succeeds <laughs> yeah, and I, I read a, a different book to that one, but he says the same thing. He he, he, lay, he labels Kevin Keelan disgusting and, <laughs> and, path- yeah. and pathetic. Yeah. Um, and Mick Mills obviously said it was quite difficult for him because he was a, a, an England teammate as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically did the same. Uh, so that was on the 74th minute. So we've got 16 minutes to, to see out the win. Uh, one minute later, uh, Southampton uh, equalise. Uh, Moran... Steve Moran, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, again, no, quite prolific, yeah, yeah. Well, no, uh, I want to speak to you here at this point about Laurie Civil, right? Yeah, he's he's not played; he's, he's been out for for a year. He's come in, and we've yeah. conceded five goals in in two games. Yeah, 
Yeah. Was it was his lack, lack of height? Yeah, or... I think so. I think so. You know, Cooper was so good, wasn't he? I mean, Cooper wasn't the biggest. I mean, Cooper was perhaps just a touch under six foot. Certainly not the biggest, but great spring, you know, and, and quite, you know, broke up wide. You know, Sybil just looked little in the goal, but what a servant to the club. I mean, I think, you know, 14 years at the club, probably just under a couple of hundred games. You know, he was a, he was a regular for a time between best and between best and, and and sort of Cooper, but yeah, I think it was always civil, sort of almost coming in out of the cold. I mean, Cooper was virtually ever present, but yeah, it just always struggled. I think just because of his stature and lack of height, really. Uh, Mick Mills, brave, though, very brave, bloody hell! I mean, remember, you know, late mid to late seventies, getting his teeth knocked out by Andy, you know, diving in on Andy Gray and getting his teeth knocked out, and brave as hell, you know. But um, yeah, it's, it's always his lack of height was against him, really. I mean, you'd have to be brave coming out in those tracky bottoms. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mick Fashion Mills is statement. tenth. Is in his top ten games of the season. This one. Now yeah. uh, I want to go to the league table. Is is a thing I, I noticed when I was doing this. I want to mention it to you. So Forrester still in third, twenty-one points from sixteen. Yeah. We're second, twenty-two from fourteen, and Villa uh, twenty-five from sixteen. Now we're we're uh, three points behind two games in hand and I actually went back to see where Villa were after 14 games Yeah, and I started tracking it kind of from this point so at 14 games Villa had exactly the same 22 points so we, even though we've we haven't played as many games as them at that 14 game point we are matching them at that at that point yeah, so okay. that, that's something to, to yeah, keep yeah. an eye on yeah. so yeah we, we've had a little um go on the, the beach and things that you used to be allowed to do in the in the in the 80s go out um and so the tuesday night we're at the goldstone ground for a uh, relegation threatened uh, brighton and hove albion managed by alan mullery yeah uh, injuries and suspensions oh, from right. obviously butchers butchers injured um mean that bobby robson has to phone portman road and this is what it said in the book and it kind of made me i was like did he actually phone portman road and then get um and somebody answered and went, hello. And he said, yeah, can you get me um, Alan Hunter and Robin Turner down here? And then somebody went, Alan. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how that happened. But that's how it's I, I, in the book. I don't you, don't, you, you don't know, dear, but it probably was almost like that back in, you know, back in the day. You know, Robson, obviously, I guess, would have had their home numbers to hand. He's phoning the football club. So, yeah, can you get me, can you get me Alan, big Al on the phone and Robin Turner? Get him down here. We need him. Um, so that, I mean, look, the team is just decimated. You know, you look at it. I think it was one of Hunter's. Obviously, one of Hunter's last last games, I think. Maybe certainly his last start must have been his last start. Um, it's it's absolutely. a lucky, lucky dip defence, I kind of think. So you got Civil in goal, and yeah. then you got Burley Hunter in for the suspended butcher, yeah. Osman and McCall. So I'm, I'm Hunter and Osman, I'm guessing, will be as your two centre halves. Um, yes, but in right. the last three games, we've had Butcher and Osman, yeah. uh, Beatty and Osman, Butcher yeah. and Osman, yeah. Hunter and Osman. <laughs> I mean, you've got to think, think whether Russell Osman had a bit of an issue about this, you know. Uh, Everybody yeah, else. yeah, you've got you've got to think that game, you know, Butcher plays, you're probably not going to lose, you know. No. Probably, I'm not saying you're going to win, you're probably going to get a point, you know. But, yeah, I mean, looking at it, it's, um, yeah, it is it's fairly, like I said, decimated, isn't it? Bloody so hell. we've got midfield, Robin Turner, uh, Walk, Murin and Mills. Yeah, I don't, again, I don't know how that would have set up. I reckon Turner might have played up front with Marin and maybe Gates well, dropping Gates back behind. there. Yeah, yeah I reckon. Turner, Marin yeah. and Gates as, though, as yeah, those three. Yeah, I thought Turner might have played up alongside Marin. He was that sort of kind of a old-fashioned inside forward type position, yeah. Now, the thing is that you're, you're in your third third game away from home uh, with your uh, substitute keeper, with all due respect to Laurie Civil, and you, you're going in... Uh, 
10 minutes, nil-nil at Brighton, and you're probably thinking, we'll get away with a draw. We're not yeah. ideally happy with the point at, the, at yeah. this this side, but Burley picks up an injury in the final 10 minutes. Jesus. Misha DeVray comes in. Now now tell me what the team is at that point. Because... <laughs> oh, Christ knows. I don't know. Yeah, so unless they're... You, you, you would think they're not playing... Um... You know, you would think they're not really going with um, with three up front at that point. So, oh. yeah, well, I guess DeVray slots in alongside Mariner and Turner then does drop back. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. 83rd minute, Michael Robinson scores the only goal of the game. Yeah, we get done, don't we? Yeah, yeah, 83rd. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to put it in perspective, I mean, what, what a couple of seasons we've had. That's our second league defeat in 37 league games. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the end uh, of, of that league run. Um Bobby Robson starts talking about the players being injured and, and that being a big handicap. So that that's a conversation that's going around now. But the, the league table at this point on the Tuesday night, uh, we dropped down to third, uh, 22 points from 15. Liverpool leapfrog us to second up with yeah. 22 from 16 on goal difference. Villa, uh, 25 on 16. Now, the key thing is um, we're only one game behind them, but Villa then play on the Wednesday night and win on the Wednesday night. Right. So we'll see a bit of a... A bit of yeah, a change see, in, in yeah, the points difference that. when we get to Saturday. Um, <laughs> but Saturday, we're, we're, we're back home. Uh, Jock Wallace is the Leicester manager. Yeah. And uh, they were bottom. And this guy, I don't know if he was any good, Gary Lineker played. For yeah, yeah, I saw that. I checked that. Yeah, young, young, a young Lineker, Lineker up, front for, um, up front for Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it must have been one of his first seasons, I guess. I like I like the fact that you checked that. Um, that's oh, good. You go, <laughs> you got got to keep me on my toes. Um, so we've got three team changes now. Uh, Butcher back in for it's a suspended Butcher's back in for Alan Hunter. Uh, Burley obviously picked up that injury, so Roger Osborne comes back into come, his first start I think for the season, and Mills then goes to right back, yeah. and then um, Alan Brazil's back in for for Turner. So you've got you know you Mariner and Brazil with Gates just behind. Walk, Osborne and Murin in midfield. Uh, Town take the lead after 21 minutes. Uh, uh, Eric Gates, an own goal by Williams uh, in the 56th minute, makes it 2-0 and DeVray scores his first yeah, league goal. goal. Yeah, civil goal kick and Mariner sips in. He, he larraps it in, does he? Yeah, good finish that, yeah. Um, and Williams, who'd already scored for us, decides to score for his own team and... Uh, that symmetry stat you love a bit consolation of symmetry, yeah a consolation so <clears throat> this is a game that we would have expected to to win yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. Bottom. first double so beat them on the first day of the season yeah. and you know double first double of the season yeah um and obviously looks like looking at the looking at the league positions and the points there at that point villa obviously we get a point back on villa because they draw obviously that day i assume uh, let's have a look. Um, so, well, Villa were on twenty. Yeah, Villa draw and Liverpool draw, um, and yeah, we, so, yeah. we win. So yeah, Liverpool are third now, twenty three point seventeen sure. games. We're twenty four point sixteen games, and Villa are twenty eight eighteen. But now, if you look at it, Villa at that point are four points ahead of us with only uh, four game, two games, and four points that we yeah. can, we can catch up on them. Yeah. Um, the mascot in the program, huh. if you want to know what kind of Thrilling notes, right? It is Welsh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't Robert. know. I've got no. Yeah, he's from, from um from South Glamorgan. Ah, okay. And his name is. Let's get a little. Uh, there we is, go. Oh, oh, Simon James. There he is. He's nine. Yeah, because he's coming up for fifty. All right, Simon. Yeah, yeah. So nice one. Yeah. Good for I him. And he's still. his favourite player is Paul Mariner. Yeah, why not? 
Why not? So we haven't got a game midweek, uh, but the um, <laughs> the FA decide that some of our players haven't played enough games. So uh, midweek, uh, Mick Mills captains England, and his teammate Paul yeah, Mariner yeah. scores in a two-one um, win against Switzerland. Oh, is it Switzerland? Nineteen eighty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, because eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at Wembley in the World Cup qualifier. Yeah, this is one of the early ones, obviously for the '82, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, um, Oz, can't remember. Can't remember that game, but yeah. No, I can't. Can't remember any of that. Uh, Osman's away with the England B side, and during <laughs> that week, uh, the uh, Portman Road um, hosts the England Under 21s versus Sweden Under 21s. Yeah, again. So you've got a week off, apart from yeah. those that were involved in the internationals. And what you don't really want is, you know, after this sort of run of games that we've had, is to go away to to the city ground. Brian Clough's Nottingham Forest. Now, maybe you can kind of put this into context, because reading what Bobby Robson was saying, and, and particularly talking about this game after the result, that, you know, the city ground and, and the Forest team were a tough, tough, tough side. Yeah, this was this was a good win. This, is really, this really was a good win. Um yeah, they were. I mean, look look at it, you know, double European champions, for Christ's sake. Um, perhaps the great, you know, the great Forest side of the, you know, the league winning side and that was starting slightly to break up a bit. I mean, you've got people like Wallace up front. Um, you've got, I think, Peter Ward. Peter Ward was probably playing then as well. So, yeah, certain, certain of the, those, the players from the great Forest side, I think Woodcock by that point had obviously gone to... Um, Cologne gone gone to Germany, so it's starting to break up. Um, but um, yeah, still a very very tough place to go. I mean, the, the standout players for me were, were Shilton, Anderson, Viv Anderson, yeah. um, McGovern, Burns, Mills, and Boyer. Not to be confused with Boyer. Not to be confused with Boyer. Bo, you know, Ian Boyer. Yeah, no, very yeah. yeah, really strong, really strong. And and all those players. So Gary Mills probably was came off the bench, but all those players would have played in probably both of the both of the European finals. Uh, the only change there was Tyson for, for Osborne. Um, <laughs> so we're moving closer to our starting 11. Yeah. Um, Brazil, I don't know if you want to talk about this goal the, in this 37th minute town take the lead. This is quite... <laughs> oh, this is just finishing Brazil, isn't it? He gets put through one-on-one. He, he, I, I can't recall Brazil ever missing a... I'm sure he did. I just can't recall Brazil ever missing a one-on-one. I just can't. And he sort of... I think he gets a bit of luck. But anyway, he, he gets through and he, uh, bearing in mind is Shilton. And he sort of gives Shilton the eyes and just... Job just sort of outside his left foot, just slips it, just slips it past him gently in the corner. He's just class, class finisher, one on one. Probably one of the best I've seen one on one Brazil. I mean, like you said, he put it past Shilton, who was at that time England's number half. Um, so more about the other half of the of uh, the Ray Clements <laughs> late later on. Good but yeah, he did, he Good did linkage. He did make um, he did he did make uh, uh, Peter Shilton look a little bit silly. But uh, yeah, that, brilliant. Um, big news at the end of the day was that Liverpool had beaten Villa. Yeah. Um, so uh, the league table is bunching up again now. Liverpool third, 25 from 18. We're second, 26 from 17. And Villa uh, 28 from, from 19. And then we're back into the UEFA Cup again. Uh, on on the, the Wednesday, uh, Vizalods nice. uh, with... I didn't even look to see who their manager was, but I was so interested because Bobby Robson said before the game that the um, the the Vizalod's manager uh, tried to have a bet oh, yeah. with him that he was yeah. so confident that they were going to win. And do you want to tell us why 
why he well, was they so were favourites. I mean, they were basically favourites for the whole thing. I mean, in the first two rounds, they'd beaten, <laughs> probably quite right, they'd beaten Man, or it would be in Aris, Salonica and Bohemians, bro, but they'd beaten them, um, I'm not quite sure what order, but Juventus and Man U, for Christ's sake. So, um, yeah, they were useful and they had the great, um, you know, in midfield, they had the great um, Boniek, the big Boniek in, uh, in midfield, who was, yeah, at the time, certainly, I think, probably all just about to become Poland's captain and probably Poland's greatest, yeah, arguably Poland's greatest ever. Yeah, great player. Went on to play for Juventus and, and I, yeah, absolutely brilliant player. Can I just stop you there? He's saying that Bart, Bart's not Poland's greatest player? Uh, one of them, I said. All oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, fine. One, I was one, just one, a bit worried yeah, about of course, Art. Of course he is. Of course he is. Um, they had another player called Smuda who was apparently a, a big name. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Poland. He was certainly Polish international. I think certainly Smuda had played in. Uh, yeah, I mean, played certainly. I think he even goes back to probably the '74 World Cup finals when you know, um, going back to when they knocked England out in the qualifiers. So yeah, yeah, a lot of caps for Poland. Yeah, no, good side. Another crack. Another crack side, as the press would cra- say. Cr- yeah, crack. Uh, crack outfit. Outfit. Yes. <laughs> um, and talking about a crack outfits, it sounds a bit like crack. Um, uh, Paul Cooper's back wearing black tracky bottoms, so I don't know whether he's been watching Laurie Civil from the stands. What's the date of this game? What's the date? Stat? 26th of November. Yeah, it's chilly, mate. It's chilly. It's chilly up in Churchman's that night. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Um, was it minus 16? I think it was quite that chilly, mate. Um, and we're actually getting back to, apart from Burley being out, we're, um, we're going back to our strongest, strongest team. Um, but you know, Steve McCall is now making left back his own, and 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 Mills is moving over to right back. But that will change over the next few weeks. Um, we'll go through the the, the first goal. Ward uh, Walk scores after 22 minutes. Typical John Standard. Walk goal. Yeah, Standard. fires at home from six yards. The 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 second goal. Um, terrible, terrible de- uh, defending. The the keeper takes a quick, uh, quick kick. Tyson. What Go about on. a finish, though, for God's sake? Go on. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. You know, Franz Tyson's my, my favourite player, and this is one of the reasons why. He was always alert. He knew what was happening, and he was pouncing on that ball before the defender even realised that he was coming. He, he very unselfishly plays it to Alan Brazil, <laughs> who any goal, as we've said many times on the History Pod, that come back down off the crossbar. Yeah. Great, 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 great finish. Great side foot across the keeper, yeah, barring in, unbelievable. Two 0 So with three minutes to to half, four minutes to half time, and we're um, you know, we're quite happy with that, I think. And then yeah. um, John Walk just before half time, another one stabs at home, standard yeah, John Walk. Standard. So what was it like? Can you remember? Apart from it being chilly, do you remember people think, hang on a minute, we're three 0 up against, against the you know, crack the... against his crack outfit? Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, this is one of my favourite games. It's one of my favourite games of the season, I think, because we were absolutely dominant. Because they were the favourites, and you sort of going along thinking, "Oh, this is going to be, you know, tough, tough." But um, we absolutely destroyed them. And um, oh, one goal in one goal in particular in a minute, you're you're probably going to describe is yeah, one. This must be in Mills's top ten. Surely, it's one of my favourite goals of the season. This one. Yeah, Mick Mills' top ten of the the season. I didn't write down what number it was. This is his seventh favourite game of the season, and the next okay. goal from Paul Mariner. Oh. Um, but what? So I'll I'll describe it right, and I'm, Go I'm going to be I'm going to be quite quite bland, and then you can you can jazz <laughs> you, it up a little bit. So Muren crosses it, and Mariner heads it in. <laughs> I mean, it's a sweet, quite sweet, what I remember about it, it's quite a sweeping move. I've seen it on YouTube and stuff, but Mirren just doesn't cross it. Mirren crosses it from quite wide with it outside of his left foot, which is something else. On and the Mariner, right wing. And we, 
and we basically said Mariner, <clears throat> brave, strong, you know, the perfect, almost the perfect centre forward target man. Just absolutely comes thundering in, takes the defender, everyone with him, and you know, just basically yeah, makes it is and heads it and always looks back. He heads it in the roof of the net from about, I don't know, seven, eight yards. Absolutely class. But it's just the cross is just ridiculous. It's a, it's a thing of beauty outside of the left foot class. Absolute class goal. Yeah, a, one of my favourites f- of the season, that one, definitely. I'm, I'm with, with Mick on that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, eight minutes later, John Walk uh, scores the fifth. Uh, Walk <laughs> breaks. Uh, Kevin O'Callaghan goes down the wing and Walk uh, from Mariners got up. Headed it in, uh, the keeper's coming out, and John Walker's got the f- faintest of touches. Yeah, in this is keeper. it. This is up Churchman's end. Yeah, I remember yeah. this where he just sort of like sticks his leg out and just po- I suppose, he, he pokes it in, doesn't he? He's, he poked yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, 85th minute, McMills gets injured, and um, oh. that means that he's going to have eight stitches and he'll be out for the next six games. Mate, honestly, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are slightly more interested. 20,000 uh, are at the game. Now, what, what you don't want is. Um, to be in the UEFA Cup and beat the favourites at home 5-0 because you don't want to beat everybody to think you've got to watch Ipswich. And yeah. the fortunate thing was on the same night, another team sent shockwaves throughout Europe when St Etienne beat Hamburg 5-0 in Germany. Oh, that was a way, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, now thinking about it, I can recall that. Yeah, yeah, that did... Sort of take everybody, the heat off us a bit. Yeah, yeah, everybody's talking about that. We've got a mascot. They're from Stumarket. Oh, well, it's Stumarket. Um, where are we on here? Right, it? This oh, is uh, Steve, Stephen Cook. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't say... Oh, no, he's eight. So, he's yeah, he's coming up 49. Okay. Yeah, I mean, cool. I would suggest if you were allowed to go out, um, that you'd go and have a knock on 99 Lockington Crescent, Stumarket, to say... Do you remember? Take the, Yeah, take yeah. a screenshot. Take but a screenshot. Classic, there's Walkie wow, with it. look at that. With a flag. Christ, look at that program stat. Beautiful. Um, I Beautiful. wondered if you wanted to go through pronunciation <laughs> some of the... Grebos. Milanarchik, Plik, Grebosh, Mascheko, Zamuda, Klokinski, Pieter, Zuveski, Boniek, Rosborski. Oh, Smolarek as well. Smolarek was certainly a Polish. That's a name I know from me. I can't even say the Klepinski, Rompka, Lisiak, Dabrowski. Brilliant. Look at that. Yeah. You kind what of a... cheated a little bit. I'll give you that bit. I thought you were going to mention the first names as, as well. <laughs> yeah, so, we've, got to, we've got to move on. Tell me what happened between Wednesday the 26th of November. We, yeah. we beat uh, uh, yeah. the crack outfit, uh, crack outfit. 5-0. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the Saturday, uh, the game's postponed. Pitches covered mate. snow. I think it was a. I think it was a frozen. We had a. We had a frozen spell, mate. Not that I can greatly remember it, but obviously we did. It was bloody cold. I remember it was cold that night against um, against Vincent Lodz up in Churchman. So yeah, obviously um, yeah, so I had, I'm a, going a, to... had a cold spell, mate. See, were you in your pajamas like Laurie Civil? Don't think I was in my pajamas. No, nineteen eighty. What I've been wearing nineteen eighty. Probably some some sort of. Man, oh God, yeah, some sort. of... I don't know, flary jeans and basketball boots or something. I don't know. Would I? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. 80. Wow. Oh, no, probably. What, for bed? Uh, no, about no, bed. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about at the game. No, oh. probably. Oh, actually, no, probably a bit slightly. No, not in on Probably slightly slater, um, straighter jeans and Doc Martens or something like that. Drain probably. pipes, they call them. Yeah, um, like that. Now, I'm yeah. going to present this to you as, a, as another um, uh, uh, witness for the... The, the case that we kind of yeah prosecution that's what Pro- I'm looking for we we had um, uh, 
Fash News equaliser in the in the League Cup against Norwich, which meant we then had to go and play them in a replay. And I think Villa played that night, so we lost a game in hand. So now we, you know, we can't even keep our own pitch properly covered. So we we miss out on a game. Liverpool and, and Villa both win. Yeah, um, Christ, we now yeah. go down to third on twenty six. Um, with 17 games, but Liverpool in second on 27 and Villa top on 29 have both played three more games than us. So yeah. we're back and we're already three league games behind. Liverpool are still progressing in the League Cup. They played the same games as Town at that stage, but they were in the European Cup, but had only played two rounds. Yeah. So, um, yeah, less teams, obviously. Only yeah. only the winners in those days, Stat. Only the winners and the um, only, and the holders in those days. So, yeah. So we Not move to game. game 28, which is uh, on the, the following Saturday. We're at Main Road, which is where Manchester City used to play. Um, and John Bond, who earlier in the season was manager of Norwich City, is is there. Um, what were Man City like back in the early 80s? I mean, I, I, I list of players that I knew. Corrigan, Ransom, Power, Hutchison, Dennis Stewart and Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Reeves. I mean, yeah. Half decent, you know, half decent side. I mean, we all know what happens later on in the spoiler alert later on in the season. Got a disappointing game with Man City um, far, far, far um, in the months ahead. But yeah, um, you know, reasonable, reasonable, solid side. Probably still had Asa, Asa Hartford in midfield as well, I think, at that stage. So um, perhaps. So yeah, half, half decent. The the only change we got for the team is obviously Mills is out with that injury, so Burley comes back in, and it's fortunate that him and Burley seem to be fit. Um, one yeah, of them's just, fit. Just hardly, it's always come across in these first two parts is just how how little the actual first eleven, actually first choice eleven, actually played. Yeah. yeah. Um, always changed at the back, but like I said, that the front six are, are starting to settle again. Yeah. Gates walk, Tyson, you're a yeah. Mariner, Brazil. Yeah. Uh, Mariner takes over the captaincy armband. Uh, goal from Urin in the 12th minute. I yeah, couldn't find anything about that. Great goal, half volley, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm keeping you up. Is it talk about the pajamas? Is it? Yeah, it's talking about pajamas, mate. You, yeah. you got me going there, mate. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 15 minutes uh, from the end, Gow, Gow, Jerry, Jerry Gow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little tigerish midfielder, tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah tiny little midfield came from. Tiny name. Scottish came from. Absolutely, Scottish yeah. came from Bristol City, I think. Yeah, he he equalises um in the uh just before the, the build up to him scoring, Paul Cooper broke his nose. What Jerry Gale's nose? Uh, maybe he did. I thought Paul Cooper broke his own nose. Oh, okay. That, oh, that sorry, could just be my yeah. own grammar, but yeah, maybe oh, Paul yeah. Cooper did. He was so disgusted, he smacked him in the face after. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, uh, it's commonplace in those days. Bobby Robson's getting a bit frustrated now. Uh, great first half. He said, yeah. you know, sat back sat in the back. second half and we, yeah. he said we must get into games and play 90 minutes. And I think he's kind of perhaps calling out his players' ability to to finish off games now. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, if we'd have won that game, uh, we'd have got an extra point because Villa lost at Middlesbrough that day. I mean, who would lose at Middlesbrough? What sort of result is that, for yeah. God's sake? Hey. Um so the league table is town a, a second, a town a third, only two points off the top now. They're on 27 from 18, and Liverpool are now top, joint top with Villa, 29 points from 21. Um, but it wasn't all joyous for Liverpool because uh, two days later they lost one of their famous favourite yeah, sons. Yeah, I made a John note Lennon. of that. Yeah, yeah, it was John John Lennon, wasn't it? Yeah, eight eight for December 1980. And I, uh, only eight for December, John, my eldest boy's birthday. Not then, 11. 
hang on, 80, 11 years later. But yeah, um, John Lennon died. Yeah, I can, can remember it. Remember it well. Yeah. Do you, do you remember your son's birthday from match, the actual date or do you work out most of your family's birthdays from when famous people were killed or shot? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that, yeah, that'll always, you always, always remember, um, you know, always remember that. I mean, that was just huge, huge news. Yeah, for goodness sake. And then, um, yeah, and obviously, obviously a few weeks later, um, his music totally dominated the, the charts, of course. Certainly did. So then we're we're on a plane off to Poland, and uh, I think at the time I was probably watching John Craven's news round and hearing a lot about <laughs> Lech Wałęsa and you were his, solidarity. His movement, solidarity, yeah. You were. Um, positive news for town. Whilst they're defending a five-nil uh, lead, is that Bonnie X injured? But the talk before the game was about the pitch covered in snow and ice. Robson said it was colder than Prague. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. I mean, and uh, the thing is, I think what what the, scare, the slightly concerning thing about this, I think Robson said the pitch was rutted. I think they'd driven like a tractor across it to pull the snow off and it had frozen, the ruts had frozen and stuff like that. But apparently you for a UEFA official had said to Robson, look, if this game doesn't get played tonight, it ain't going to be played for another two months. So I think it might have been interesting had we had a two-goal lead or even, you know, something like that. But a five-goal lead, I think Robson felt shit with, you know, Given that he can see the the possible fixture con, fixture congestion coming up, you know, yeah, let's get it done five nil. You know, we should be all right. And again, <laughs> look who plays Beatty again. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, eighteen plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Doesn't he? No, he doesn't play. No, no. Mills, <laughs> Mills, is in, Mills is in for Burley. So it's quite a strong strong team. But Beatty could have played. Beatty, you're still thinking about the other game where Beatty was in. Maybe I'm in still the, thinking yeah. about Bohemians. Yeah. He, he left a mark on you in that game, didn't he? He did, he mate. Did. He did. I the only goal in this game, but now you're right. He didn't, of course. Oh, Go on. Well, don't 
take no, my notes. No, obviously, for I know you're right. The only goal came after 55 minutes uh, as a professional display from town. Like you said, you know, just get in there, get out with what you've got. Um, now, a funny story that I read was that um, it was a three-hour coach drive from Lodz, uh, apologies for my poor pronunciation, um, to Walsall Airport. I didn't realise that Walsall had an airport, but yeah, they went to Walsall stop, Airport stop in Poland. Yeah. yeah. And kit man Trevor Curtin, he travelled separately in a, in a van um, because he had all of the kit, all of the big cages or whatever you want to say. And on the way there, his van overturned and he dislocated his shoulder. But him and the guy who was with him it, it uses the term righted the van up. So I'm kind of guessing it was overturned. Yeah. He then drove a few miles down the road and the van overturned again. And Trevor Curtin's shoulder popped back in again. Yeah, what a, st- what a story. What a story. Yeah. So he needed, um, it was good that he was there because obviously uh, a few days later we had a small game. So this it was just, the... I mean, this is just ridiculous, isn't it? For God's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely game, crazy. Absolutely. Game, yeah, exactly. Game 30 of the season, this is, Dave. The, I mean, I think we should say, I'm not even sure. Did you mention it? Sorry. I mean, we, we, I mean, we can see the goal in that game, but we get through comfortably enough. And I think Robson, Robson basically said, yep, job done. Good decision. Yeah. Played the yeah. game. On we go. And then... Yeah, as you said, to set the scene, we've just got a small game at Anfield coming up on the Saturday. It's ridiculous. It's at Portman Road, Dave. Um, sorry. Okay, what about all over the place? No, you're yeah, right. Sorry, we play, yeah. We play them before. No, it's, it's, it's fine. It's a, it's a uh, 30th game um, and people want to watch this game. And the gates are locked half an hour before kickoff. Yeah. 3,000 fans are turned away. I tell you what, next season, if I, you know, if we were in League One, we might be lucky to get half that. 3,000 fans turned away. A crowd of 32,274. Um, we've got a team of Cooper, Burley, Butcher, Osman, McCall, Gates, Walk, Tyson, Muren, Mariner and Brazil. Um, Bob Paisley manages Liverpool. There's a positive for us that there's no Doug Leash. Um, but yeah, who comes helps. in? Yeah, that helps. Yeah, Who comes in? Who comes in for Doug? Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, incredible. It's his league debut, Ian Rush, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, he, he sort of makes a slight impact, doesn't he? Your thoughts about what Rushy has to what had to offer back then? Um, well, he'd played with City before. He'd played a season or so before for Chester against us, hadn't he? Um, uh, at Portman Road. I think largely, yeah, largely unnoticed, I think. But I think Liverpool, um, you know, when Liverpool buy a player from, from the you know, lower division, um, obviously they bought years before, 10 years before, they bought Keegan from Scunthorpe, for Christ's sake. You know, Ray Clemens came from Scunthorpe. So you kind of know when Liverpool buy a player from lower division, they've got something about them. And um, must admit, I can't remember ru- much about Rush in the, um, you know, in the game itself. But um, yeah, he, <laughs> he 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 does go on to have quite a half decent career for them. He he does, and I've kind of unfairly kind of set you up a little bit. But I, I went to look what his record was in uh, that season, and he didn't score. No, no, no. no. So, I, I, um, I wouldn't have thought he played that much. To be yeah, fair, that's uh, positives for town in this game. Uh, well, first of all, the game I think it was on the big match. And this is probably the first time, one of the first times that um, Radio Suffolk's uh, uh, summariser, Mick Mills, um, gets behind the microphone. Because if you listen to this game, Mick Mills really? is, the co- is the co-common commentator with, with Jerry Harrison. Jerry Harrison on the match of yeah. the week or big match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he would have mentioned that David Johnson, uh, Mark 1, had went off early 
meaning right. that Ian Rush in the, on his debut was playing up front with emergency striker Sammy Lee. So <laughs> yeah. when you kind of see this and you're thinking, well, when I first saw it, you think, we got a draw, right? Spoilers, we got a draw. But when you start seeing the problems that they had, they had no Keegan, David Johnson goes off, they've got Ian Rush on his debut playing up front with Sammy Lee. This is... Uh, no Doug Leash, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No Doug Leash, yeah. Yeah, who made a, yeah, made a habit of scoring against Ipswich, let's face it, yeah. Now, tell me about the, the goal after 23 minutes. Brazil, Mick Mills, again, puts it in his top 10 goals of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a Mills assist, isn't it? Does Mills play this... No, oh, no Walk... sorry, 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 I'm sorry, Mills assisting. Um, yeah, Mills commentating. Walk plays it through, and, and it's again, it's a finish, isn't it? It's Brazil. So Brazil's away, and again, a bit like a little bit like the Forest game with Shilton. It's just it's Clements. He's bearing down on Clements, and he's just yeah, sticks away from memory, sort of just underneath him. But yeah, he's nothing. Yeah, no chance. But one on one, he was just like an assassin. One on one, never missed. He was. Yeah, and. You're right. Mick Mills did assist it from from the microphone, yes, um, but it was it was J- John Walk. And the the thing is, John Walk's header in the middle of the park is so powerful. And you know the Liverpool back four aren't expecting it. Brazil yeah. obviously is, and it goes yeah. back a little bit. What we were talking about, Jim Jilton and that and that time. You know, Brazil's already on it. He knows where the ball's going to go, yeah. and that powerful header, and it's a fantastic finish. And yeah, as I put down, he, he's now scored against both of England's number halves as they were known at, at that point. Yeah, we um, should say it was that was down to Ron Green with the England manager at the time. He could not he, he couldn't choose between Shilton and Clement, so he 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 alternated. Obviously then when Robson came in it was obviously very much Shilton. So Crikey Shilton would have had bloody hell two hundred caps probably, if not. So Ron Greenwood was indecisive. Seemingly so with his goalkeepers, but you kind of can understand that they were both not a lot to choose between either of them, I don't think. Um, but as as we've noticed over the the previous weeks, uh, Town can't hold on to the to the lead, and Jimmy Case scores after 62 yeah, minutes. I can't remember much about that goal. I must admit, knowing Jimmy Case, it was probably a thunder bastard. But yeah, I can't remember much about it. Um, Bobby, like Bob Robson again, he's disappointed at the end. Says you know, strong first half, but the failure to keep it going in the second, and yeah. he must be getting fed up with it. I've said it about four or five <laughs> time, times in this pod. Yeah. Um, so the league table is. Obviously, Villa take advantage that their their rivals are playing each other. So we're third, 28 points on 19, 19 games. Liverpool 30 on 22. And Villa now one point ahead on 31 with 22. And everybody was buzzing because that night after the game, the talk was all about the FA Cup third round draw. Oh, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, look at where we are. Yeah, 13th of December. Yeah, which... Yeah, well, I mean, what a draw! It was it was the 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 plum draw. So first against um, you know, yeah, almost first against third. So we draw Villa Villa at home. Well, one question I got for you, and I could look in the program. It's not on the back. Um, here's the program. It's um, David Johnson and Terry Butcher from the the match at, at Anfield. Who was Irwin that played for Liverpool? Colin Irwin, yeah, um, went on to play for Swan. Yeah, went went on to play for Swansea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot. There was a lot, a lot of movement between Liverpool and Swansea. So people like Kennedy went, Kennedy went, Ray Kennedy went to Swansea, and certainly Colin, well, Toshak, Toshak was obviously manager um, the season later when Swansea got promoted, and um, yeah, Colin Irwin ended up playing, playing for them. Wouldn't have thought. So he's very much a deputy for Phil Thompson, I guess. The likes of Phil Thompson back then, Hanson, I guess. Now we go to White Hart Lane on the Wednesday night, <laughs> and you know, and and Ben's told us to keep keep this brief <laughs> well you know 
there's a few. You can't, goals we can't go through them all. <laughs> no. Um, let's just pick the Tottenham. So managed by Keith Burtonshaw. And when I was younger, I always thought his name was Keith Birkinshaw. So I had to make sure that I didn't call him Burke. And, 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 unless his name is Keith Birkinshaw. And no, I've got his confu- name is Keith Birkinshaw stat. That's why you've put that in there, haven't you? Yeah, there was a referee I, called Norman Burtonshaw, but he certainly was Keith Birkinshaw. Exactly. Keep toes there, stat. Come on now. Um, and the team that they've got is Hewton, uh, standout, well, actually quite a few. And I know you're going to purr at some of these. Uh, Hewton, Roberts, Perryman, Ardiles, Archibald, Via, Hoddle and oh, Crooks. Good side. I, I like Spurs. I mean, I, I'm well known that Hoddle's probably my favourite player, other than any Ipswich player of the 80s, comfortably my favourite player. But yeah, that was a, yeah, quite a, um, yeah, quite an, one or two, a, didn't quite, didn't like, didn't never like Perryman or Roberts particularly, but yeah, good, good side. Not ne- never good enough. Very, very too. What's the word? Too loose to have a challenge, really serious challenge for title and stuff like that. But yeah, a good side, good football inside. There's a great players there. Flair, Ta- lot, of, lot of flair in that side. Lot of flair. Yeah, good to yeah. watch. Um, Tanner almost to to full strength. Only McCall for for Mills at, at left back. And this is one of our games in hand. Uh, so we've obviously got to make sure we pick up some points. I'll go to half time. It's one one. Uh, yeah. Sorry, it's two, it's two one. Yeah. Uh, we were going to go go in at one one. Hoddle scores a ridiculous scoring. free kick. Yeah. Mariner equalising. Hoddle's free kick at two yeah. one. Um, I'll just go through the goals and you jump in when you want to talk about them. Gates scores to make it two two after fifty five. So this 55. is a, this is a, this is a filthy night this night. Um, it's rainy and it's windy. And if if, if there's a very grainy YouTube. Um, YouTube video of the goals and Gates is one of the ones where it seems like it's been it's scored up Gainsborough Sports Centre because it's a cross and the wind gets in and keepers like this and it just ends up in the back of the net. Yeah. So that's uh, two-two. Yeah. Um, Perryman uh, equal uh, goes puts Tottenham three-two ahead after sixty minutes, and then on the seventy-sixth minute, Eric Gates and I might be being a bit biased is scythed down. Then he's stamped on, and I think some people would say that he was sent off for retaliation. But um, I've seen some people who who think, well, you know, I think it's quite harsh with you know considering what he wasn't protected very well, much. That was, and that was Graham Roberts. I think it was a proper, yeah. proper old fashioned, you know, kick him up in the air, defender. Yeah, I think he does get up, and I think he apparently pushes Roberts in the chest. But I think by this time, um, the ref had lost the lost the plot. I think. So yeah, until I've lost the plot with my notes because I put that in the wrong line. So Mariner had equalised. So it was sixty after sixty-five minutes. It's three-three. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're, right, yeah. We're, we're going into fifteen minutes three-three. Bobby Robson said that he felt that this game should have ended in a draw. We go down yeah. to ten men with fourteen minutes to go. Yeah. And in the eighty-first, Archibald. In yeah. the eighty-eighth, Ardiles. We lose our game in hand five-three. Yeah. yeah, not good. Not a good. Not a good night, really. Not a good night. No, Do you say it's no. one of the strangest, you know, the referees' decisions were they one I of the strangest? I think so, yeah. I, I, again, I read in that Robson, but it was really good. I think um, the trainer goes on Eggleston, you know, the town trainer to treat somebody and he comes back to the and he comes back to the dugout and says the ref's absolutely lost it. He's out there. The crowd are up for it. The ref's shaking like a leaf sort of thing. And Robson sort of said it was only a matter of time before there was a flashpoint and unfortunately it went against us, yeah. Well, yeah, I think also, he also criticised Perryman in there. Perryman's rampaging about kicking people and stuff like that, and doesn't even get booked. I think Robson really, um, Robson, uh, yeah, as a as a go about that as well. Um, 
And it could have been impacted on what happened the next day, which was the famous Rendlesham UFO incident. You love this. Seriously, was it? The yeah, very it next day. The, the next day. Um, so, yeah, strange, strange happenings. Uh, so that was our game in hand. We're on 28 points uh, from 20. Uh, Liverpool on 30 from 22. And Villa on 31 from 22. Oh, now, you remember I said, if you look about the points tracker, if you look where Villa were after 20 games, they were on 29 points. So we're, we're only one point behind them at that point. Um, now we move, coming up, to, coming up to Christmas, goodness knows what people were wearing. If they were wearing pyjamas and <laughs> drainpipe jeans in bed um, in the early November, and we're away to uh, Birmingham City. Jim Smith's Birmingham City is a 21st league game, so halfway through the, yeah. the season. Um, big question before the game. Our town cracking? You know, if you look at the results, we lost 5-3. We drew 1-1 against a pretty poor yeah. Liverpool team that didn't have Doug Leash or yeah. an emergency striker. Yeah, I think, I think questions, were starting to be, questions were starting to be asked, I think. Yeah, again, it's the... Yeah, yeah they never feel it. They're never still fielding a consistent 11 are they i mean you know different little players i mean this one as we see um still no obviously still no mills and um now a callahan in for in for obviously gates who's suspended yeah um but lining up with that fantastic orange away shirt and black shorts oh, I, love I, I love that kit yeah love um and i i think we give the the critics uh what what they deserve uh and just ended up in a, a 3-1 win uh mariner walk and brazil uh scored three goals walks on the brazil this, again this footage of this the brazil goals ridiculous you know the a move so walk walks sort of makes a makes a move forward collects the ball i think probably from Uri, and sort of runs to the edge of the box and does a bit of a extravagant sort of back heel obviously gets a call brazil just takes a touch finishes absolutely ridiculous left foot on an angle Far, far corner, absolutely class goal. Play, think, places it in the corner, doesn't he? Oh, it's a bullet. It's a great goal. Great goal. But can I yeah, just no, say to you, an important win? Yeah, can I just say to you that that back heel that Walkie does? Do you think he really does it properly? It doesn't look <laughs> really? like it doesn't it's look like the flash like, of... Yeah, almost gets stuck in the mud, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. But you, uh, quick mention for uh, Walks' uh, goal in this, oh, this game. Is a good goal. Header. It's in McMill's top ten goals yeah, the of move. the season. At, yeah. We're now up to 23 of, of, of Mick Mills's top 10 goals. Um, <laughs> there are so many of them. But yeah, fantastic passing before that and like a lovely dink cross from, from Uren. Yeah. Um, Late run from Walk, finds the corner, shock. We we need that. We need that um, great result is what Bobby Robson said when, when people were beginning to doubt our ability and we, we needed it. Villa lost at Brighton. Yeah, against uh, some symmetry with results here. Yeah, yeah, they lose yeah. at Brighton, which again, I'm, yeah, surprising. So we're now still in, well, we're third on 30 points from 21. Villa dropped to second on 31 points from 23. And Liverpool are top 32 points from, from 23. So we're, it really is a, it's a three horse race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, no doubt and, about it. And what is surprising about this is looking at, look at, you look at the table now, you're coming up to Christmas now and you see it's a three horse race. And the one horse of those three that you think will last the pace obviously doesn't but anyway spoiler i like, I like that there you so go. um we've had we've had christmas um uh, we've all sat down and watched the man with the golden gun which was the christmas film <laughs> was it really <laughs> come on yeah it, 19, was, christmas, it was christmas 1980 yeah okay yes obviously still living at home and yeah god knows yeah brilliant good times how, how did the how did the theme song for that to go was it 
He's the man, the man with the golden gun. But and that was gold, that, that was the thing, wasn't it? it was sung, I think Man with a Golden Gun was sung by I think it was Lulu, I think. I think Lulu did that. I think oh. sure she sung that, I think. She uh, shanked uh, it. No, hang on. Man with a golden Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of suddenly remember, yeah. You were doing Goldfinger, I think. <laughs> but you know you <laughs> were. Um talking point, um so we're playing Norwich City. Um, who then which is the team that uh we probably Gave an extra two percent against because they were our local rivals. Yeah, but not again, the rivalry we had. Comfortable. Do you want to know an interesting point? Go. Do you know who the goalkeeper was for Norwich City that day? The goalkeeper for Norwich City that day. I think um, I might have added it to the notes after I sent it to you. It says no, no. So it wasn't Kevin Keegan. No, Kevin Keegan was not in goal. Roger Hansbury. No. Oh. Goalkeeper. Another. F- Another famous keeper they had. Go on. Was Chris Woods. Was he it wasn't him. No. It wasn't him either. It was, and I've I've checked and double checked and triple checked. Clive Baker. Our Clive Baker. Our Clive Baker. Was check it, really? it Check it in your yeah. Well, he, no, he was in golf for Norwich. Norwich. Yeah. Wowzers. Okay. Shout. So I don't know how old he was then. Um, We've we've got the uh, R11. Had, Mike. had Civil still been in goal for us, do you think that probably may have been the two shortest keepers ever in opposition in the top division against each other? Must have been. Yeah. And the referee is standing in the centre circle at half time and saying, "Keeper, <laughs> where are you?" This little, little, little wave. I, yeah. I like a short a short keeper. Oh, there's um, a lot a lot to be said yeah. for short keepers. Um, Talking point before the game was not how short was the, the Norwich goalkeeper, but it was about Franz Tyson's ongoing contract yeah, dispute. Remember that? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Who, who was, was there any, what were the, what were the murmurings back then? And the murmurings in the press was that he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to resign. You know, his two year deal was up and he wasn't going to re, you know, um, resign a new deal. Um, I think he, he obviously had admirers and offers from, certainly from, I think from from this country and also I think Chelsea was one of them and certainly back in Europe as well. I think Feyenoord, I think, which was his which was his team. I think they were they were certainly sniffing around. So yeah, I mean it, it generally looked like and 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 latterly Muren as well that they, he was going to move on. Yeah, and more of that in. Um... Uh, oh yeah, just finish that again. Yeah, read it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So, Town win this game. Let's just get, we're only playing Norwich. Uh, we beat them 2 0. Goals from Brazil and Walk. Bobby Robson said we might have even finished more convincing winners. 28,000 turned up. Big, Any more to add? Just a shout on this one. Big Joe. Yeah. Big Joe up front for Norwich, who was 71 yesterday, stat, I think. He was. He was there 71. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Clive Woods on the bench. Here we go. Clive Baker. There you go. Look at that. Who's the three? Drazan, Muzanich, Mick Maguire, Phil Hoadley, McDowell, Mendham, Fash, Fashionu, Royal, Steve Gobe. My God, there you go. Good, um, yeah. and Lots of decent players there. Yeah. And you, one of the most iconic Ipswich Town programmes. If there was a if there was a kit vote, know, or, know, if there was a programme vote, I'd do it and then the club would do it six months later. But this is an iconic look at yes. this. Yes. The, Brilliant. the big the big yin. Big yin. Brilliant. Yeah, walk, um, walk, he's still with his escape to victory haircut and George, brilliant. I, I, 
I've got to say, I didn't really like the program. Um, what I do like is that Norwich City get one page. That's it. No, no, no more. They've still got that silly um, insert bit. So you've got lots uh-huh. about Johnny Rep. There's a bit about Justin Fashnew again. Uh, a bit about well, Grimsby. What films? What films were on stat? What's a Christmas oh, film? A film? Let's have a look at the mascot. But he's another one from Stone Market. Ah. Um, and this is eight. Yeah. Very, looks very smart. A, his name is Andrew Robinson. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's from um, Dapple, Dapple Light. What on earth that is? Dapple Light, Halston, Stone Market. Okay. Yeah, Halston. Yeah, so let's have a look to see what was on Go the... film stack. Come on. Uh, we have got... I should have put another light on here. Um, so the Odeon, they've got Hawk the Slayer. Okay, can't say all that. The Wildcats of Centrinians. Okay, yeah. Um, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Ah, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, great, yeah. Good old good old holiday film, yeah. That was on at the Odeon. At the ABC, yeah. they had Flash Gordon, oh, yeah. Burgers, Burgers and Beans, and they had one of my favourite f- films ever, Any Which Way You Can, Clint uh, Eastwood and... The sequel to Every Which Way But Loose, of course. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The, the classic, yeah. yeah. Uh, Capital City, The Hunter, and Black Sunday were other films. Now, I think in the middle here on the fixture page, they have what was on at the... No, because you know what was on. It was the Panto. Of course. Pantomime. Of course. Mother Goose, yeah. followed by on the 17th of July, uh, July uh, January, uh, Slade. That's a long run. Slade, seriously. Slade yeah. were on. Come yeah, they, on. They were in from January to July and back Come to January. On. Yeah, Slade. And then on the 24th of February, and it couldn't have been a lot to do. Maybe there weren't any zoos, but they've got camel. So it sounds <laughs> like there was a camel on stage. <laughs> yeah, I think. Camel? Not that I know a lot about. I think one of these 70s prog, prog rock bands, I think. Someone will correct me. Um, now Where we go for the last game of the year, stat? We're nearly there. Come on. We are. It's the 27th of December. It's the right. 34th game of the season. Now, so fortunately... Is, just to put this into context, is it a day later? <laughs> yeah, good point. It's, it's a day. So we play on the Friday, and I reckon they say, well, we normally play on the Saturday, play on the Saturday. That comes very much out of that book that we just read, you know, the Dutch, the Dutch book, when they said, you know, when they say... English football is crazy. So, they're, they're, you know, we're playing Boxing Day and we're playing the day after. I just cannot get their head around it. The the fortunate thing is that um, because Burley's injured, Mick Mills is back again fit, um, which seems to have swings and roundabouts. Um, right. Alan Sunderland uh, scores in the 35th minute for Arsenal. Yeah. So, yes, Terry Neal, uh, Terry Neal's Arsenal at Highbury. Uh, Sunderland takes the, the lead. Um, before... We go on too much about the game. Just want to talk about the Arsenal team, which I missed. So we got uh, Jennings, Sampson, Tolbert, Young, Hollins, Sunderland, Stapleton. Good, decent. good side. Decent side, yeah, yeah, decent. But not, but not enough to it, certainly then to um, sustain pressure on the the top top I three. Know, so they had a good season. Arsenal had a good season there. I mean, I think they finished as high as fourth, maybe. They, they had a they. They had a good good season. Yeah, did have a good season. I mean, it's good players in that team. Yeah. They yeah, you keep... Tight. I'm gonna, yeah, I was trying to look at the... You know when you try and look for something? Oh, there we go. So they finished third. Third? There you go. Yeah, I knew they had a good season. Um, 
good, good, good sign. So at halftime, we're one nil down, um, and then Bobby Robson makes a tactical change, um, and he he said afterwards that you know Town deliberately played long balls. He said it was similar to what Liverpool did to us previously in the couple of weeks ago at, at Portman Road, um, and it was a deliberate uh, tactical change um, to try and get over the, the top of them. Uh, Walkie scored a penalty, a dubious penalty uh, awarded on the 77th minute, um, but Bobby Robson said it was below par performance, but we have ensured Arsenal haven't moved. Yeah, I think a good, a good away point, a good away point to, to end the year. So just to end, just to end, well, end this this, this part stack. Um, so league positions. So we're we're third, uh, 33 points from 23 games, and we're one point off first and second. Villa are on 34 from 25 games and Liverpool top up, 34 from 25 games. Now, if you look, we're on 33 points after 23 games. And if I can keep scrolling up here, um, after 23 games, yeah. Liverpool had 32 right. and Villa had 31. Yeah. So on, on that points per game tracker, we're, yeah, we're, we're ahead, we're ahead now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we finished, we finished the pod in, in third place. Um, we're at the League Cup. We're through to the uh, UEFA Cup next round. Um, don't think the draw's been done for that. If it had, it hadn't been mentioned. No, I but... don't think so. All I can say is um, <laughs> exciting times ahead. I've got to say the next. I mean, the next part of this is just going off the charts for Christ's sake. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um... Just a quick note on on goal scorers. Um, yeah, which I on, quite yeah. interesting. Uh, own goal has scored one along with. Davray, Butcher and Beatty. Yeah. Russell Osman and Franz Tyson are both with two. So, you know, Tyson's been injured a fair bit. Yeah. Muran um, only with three, but he could yeah. claim that he's probably scored, uh, assisted 20 oh. of the goals or whatever. Yeah. Gates, yeah. With, Gates with seven. Brazil with nine. Mariner with 13, albeit four of them came in the, the League Cup. And Walk leads the way with 10 goals more, 12 in the league, two in the League Cup, nine in the UEFA Cup to give him 23 goals at the end of the year. Ridiculous. I mean, really, when you when you look at it, I mean, that, you know, he's tally after, you know, given he's, you know, 23 goals to the turn of the year and what he finished with, that's a word that great, Christ. But yeah, maybe some teams perhaps began to sort of suss us out a little bit, perhaps. But well, yeah, I, I mean, kind I hear that the headlines is from this video. David Diamond says John Walk let it switch down in, in, in the business <laughs> end of the season by not scoring enough yeah, goals. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I never I never realised there was such an what I'm trying to say was I never realised there was such an imbalance up to up to the turn of year in his in his goals, you know. Thinking about it, you think, Oh yeah, you know, thirty six goals, yeah, he probably is like, I don't know, twenty and 16 or something like that so yeah amazing absolutely amazing just got a number one what do you think yeah mate what would you think was number one at the end of the year what do you think was number one at the end of so the it's, year it's christmas song correct I'm, I'm gonna go with and my dad always liked my dad always used to like some strange songs so i'm gonna put this go. down with it uh, jonah louis it's the kind of song that my dad would oh, like shouts that it's a good Stop shout the cavalry. I, think, I think it perhaps was in the chart then no but it, it, yeah it's, it's kind of a novelty record and it is it is a christmas song especially it's like christmas song it was by st winifred school choir and it's called there's no one quite like grandma there you go you won't get a Fantastic. song like that top in the charts today would you mate 
I don't think there'd be many downloads. Well, it probably would be, actually, but there you go. Um, Just don't get that sort of novelty record there anymore, really. But um, I'm very often, not very often lost for words, but you've got me there. Got you there, mate. Um, um, well, yeah, that, I think that was the that was the last number one before probably about the next eighteen weeks of probably John. Le- he may have been number one before, but yeah, certainly the next few weeks of John Lennon. Brilliant, mate. Enjoyed that. And part two ended. Um, we're getting there. Like I said, really looking forward to the next. <clears throat> certainly to the next part. Um, the part after that might be a bit emotional, but anyway, um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, I think with reference to the pod, Blue Monday podcast, I think you've got some more plans ahead, potentially. Hopefully, yeah. So, like I said, the way we recorded it, um, we recorded the first episode um, and then Jim came along and now we've recorded the second episode here and I'm hopeful. You know, you've always got to, you know, get it in the can as such. But, get it in you know, the can. My people yeah. have spoken to his people and it looks yeah. like over the bank holiday weekend that I'll be sitting down listening to Jim Jilton talk at me for, for 90 minutes. <laughs> he was brilliant. He was yeah. superb, mate. His, Jim's dulcet tones. He was just so relaxed and so... Yeah, I, I just what I liked about that, that word, it, it's just clarity of it all. You know that that yeah, you know, the iconic game, his iconic game, you know, the hat trick game is just his clarity of thought and his recollection of it all was absolutely, um, absolutely brilliant. No, enjoyed that stat. Um, stat, where can we find you on social media? At home, um, <laughs> but yeah, at, at Chomp X three. Um, you can find me at David Diamond three. We'd love to hear from, we'd love to hear from anyone when these do go out, you know, your memories. I'm, I'm sure we'll hear from our good friend, um, our good friend, our good friend Jules and certainly ITF, ITFC clan as well. I'm sure we'll hear from those two, but, um, no, brilliant stat, great stuff as usual. And, um, look forward to the next one, my friend. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.